Welcome back, guys. Sandbox, episode number seven. It's Connor and Jacob today. Hey, what's up, guys? And today we're just going to be going into some sports stuff as of right now. So we'll start off with the Celtics, get into some baseball talk, which I don't really know much about. So Connor will kind of take that over a little bit. I'll be asking him questions and then um, probably get into the whole Tom Brady retiring and then coming back out of retirement. Of course. And the whole scandal with him almost owning the Dolphins. So. We'll get into that. Currently, I am halfway down the table that we're at because my voice is just too loud and loves to ring out in the microphone and ruin everybody's ears. Yep, we apologize for past audio quality, but I think we've done a better job, so let us know what you think. Yeah, so we'll start it off. We'll get going with the Celtics. All right. Awesome Yesterday. game last night. Yep. Unbelievable game. I think, um, so the thing with the Celtics has been that, I think, so our main guy, Tatum, I actually haven't been that high on him in the past. I think that he's been totally worried about stats and just scoring the ball and not really focused on his teammates and more worried about his own superstardom. But I think after the All-Star break, we saw the team kind of start to band together a little bit. I think Marcus Smart had to drop his ego a little bit. He was getting a little, I mean, obviously the dude shouldn't be shooting eight threes a game and should just be focusing on locking up on D. So I think that kind of stuff was really important, and I think we saw it last night with Celts getting that win, 115-114 over the Nets last night. Um, did you watch any of the game, Connor? I did. I watched the third and fourth quarter. Um, oh, beautiful ending. Unbelievable. That beautiful. maybe was one of the greatest basketball sequences I've ever seen. Jalen Brown gets it on a fast break, goes in. In the past, he would have shot that ball with yep. three people but on But he him. saw it. He saw the pass opportunity, and he took it. Dish it out to Smart. Smart pump fake, dribble. Pass it to Tatum. Tatum spinning layup Dude. off the glass, on the buzzer. Unbelievable. I've never seen anything like that. And can we just talk about Kyrie Irving? Did you see the post game? Did I'm going to bring up the video right now because yeah. I think it's worthy of sharing it with our audience. Did you, see, did you see him flipping off the crowd in the middle of the game? Did you see it? I, fuck, I hate Kyrie. Dude, I'm sorry. it's so bad. How, I love him at the game of basketball. Unbelievable. Leaves me speechless, of probably course. like every other play. But how, how are you that immature that you are going to go back and forth with the crowd, especially in Boston? Like, we all get it. Boston is probably not, you know, players' favorite place to play. But, like, it's Boston. Like, I feel like you kind of got it. You know, like, what you're getting when you come to Boston. That's right. You got the clip up? I do have a clip. So this happened right after the game. He was heading back to the locker room. And respect. and let me clarify, he is fasting at the moment too. He is Muslim, so he is fasting, which means that he doesn't eat from dawn to dusk. So coming into these games, he's already a little bit irritable and yeah. already a little bit tired. And that could definitely be seen here. Yeah. So we have this post game clip heading to the locker room. Kyrie back in Boston part two. Yep, that's him saying a SMD. That's him saying a quick SMD right yeah. there. And then in the post-game press conference after that, they kept asking him questions about Boston, and he kept being like, he was like, listen, like I'm not here to talk about the fans. Like, ask me questions about the game. And then continued to go into things about the fans and talking about, and he sweared a couple of times. I don't, you know, we're, we're a clean podcast for the young children out we there. Are. So we don't, yeah. we don't, we, we swear occasionally, but... Not too much. We don't go out of our way. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We try. We try to limit it. I, I have problems with it, obviously. But yeah, he uh, definitely lost his filter in that post-game press conference. I think, I think, but here's the thing about it is that 
KD, Kevin Durant, had a terrible game. He shot 9 for 24, which is, I don't know what the percentage is. Can you get the percentage on that? 9 for 24. Yeah, do it in your head right now. Let's see, mental uh, maths. Wait, I got you. 9 out of 24. 27%. 37. It's all right. I was never good at math. Don't even worry about it. That's okay. Yeah. Other but skills. yeah, 37% is not a KD night. So even with that, and that team pretty much only has two guys who can score the ball anyway, KD and Kyrie. Mm-hmm. So with that happening and them only losing by one point to us, that has me worried a little bit. But on the bright side, Celtics look the best I've seen them in probably three to four years. Um, this is the most I've ever been excited for a Celtics postseason. Hopefully we get our, Rob Will back, R. Williams. Shout out to you. He had a uh, meniscus injury, and instead of getting it fully replaced, he just decided to take the whole meniscus out of his knee and come back early and play for the rest of the season. So props to him. Uh, Celtics, my prediction, at the least Eastern Conference Finals, I think think we can make it. Um, I just think we'll have problems against some of those high-powered teams Mm -hmm. like uh, Phoenix and some of those other guys. But... That's all we got for basketball talk for now. What's, I think, uh, what's the next topic? Are we doing MLB? Is that yeah, correct? All yeah, right. I think we move into baseball because the yeah. whole lockout thing. Number one, I don't actually know technically what a lockout is. Want me to explain it a little bit? Yeah. yeah so I'll try my best. So basically, the lockout is pretty much um, there are the managers of the teams, right, of, yeah. the, of the baseball clubs. Yeah. And then there's the players association. Okay. So during a lockout... Um, the contract between the managers and the players association expires. So okay. it was a five-year contract that just expired um, over this past year. Okay. And basically until they sign another contract, until they get things rolling, it's a lockout, which basically means that managers and um, uh, upper-level teams like that yeah. can't talk to players at all. They can't do anything with players. They can't do training. Okay. They can't do um, PT. They can't do anything like that. No meetings, nothing. Oh. Um, checks aren't delivered. Luckily, they're... Um, they solved it before like people were actually paid, so nobody got too pissed off. Okay. But yeah, it's pretty much just players and team managers can't um, communicate during that off season, which is critical. Okay, and then so I'm pretty sure the way it gets back on is that like both they basically have to agree to a contract again, correct? Yep. yep. So now there are like I so I think I saw that they're gonna allow steroids now and a couple other things, which steroids is a tough one because it definitely makes athletes perform better, but like. I guess it's kind of a synthetic performance boost. I don't like for me personally, I'm not a baseball guy. Right. But like when I do watch baseball, I want to see dudes like hitting it out of the park. Yeah. Like I want to see home runs. So I I kind of like it at the same time. I don't, you know, I don't agree with the whole synthesizing your body up to become some like superhuman baseball hitting machine, but I think it's definitely more interesting and so essentially, so they they got the lockout done though, correct? So like they got the contract signed um, before it, the start of uh, preseason and everything. So okay, and there have been and there have been games going on, right? Because I literally don't know. I haven't been keeping up with baseball at all. Yeah, so we're about I think a week into um, almost a week into home games for the Red Sox. So okay. I think it's week three of MLB. Okay. I definitely could be wrong about that. Okay. Um, there are definitely like a few changes that went into the start of the season. Okay. Um, we saw the first ever. Um, how do I describe this? Electronic signaling system between catchers and pitchers with the oh. Yankees. The Yankees are using them right now. Um, a lot of the teams can't work out the quirks, but okay. the Yankees pretty much. Yankees catcher, he sits there and he has he has like a little um, like a remote type of thing on his leg. Okay, is it like on his thigh? Do you yep, know? on his thigh. So okay. he, he covers his hand, which okay. is on the remote with his mitt, so the the batter can't look at the remote. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So basically, that replaces. 
um, throwing down signs. Okay. And if you guys know much about like the Astros cheating in the 2017 World Series, yeah. And um, you really just sign stealing has been kind of an, kind of an issue with baseball. Yeah. So this pretty much just eliminates that, and then the remote connects directly to the um, pitcher, which has like a. I think like a buzzer in his ear or something, so he'll like buzz twice for a strike or like buzz once for a whatever a curveball or something. Yeah, yeah, like that. yeah. Okay. Oh wow, that's interesting. Yep. That's so. And do you know if it's only the Yankees? So you said the Yankees are doing it. Do you know any? The, other yeah, the teams? Sox tried. The Red Sox tried it out, but, but they're, they're, they're they just problems. haven't worked out the quirks. One of the issues is it gets so loud in the stadium that you can't hear the buzz. And you can't hear the buzz in your ear. I bet. Which is. I didn't even think about that, but that's crazy. Imagine being a pitcher and being on the mound all game like that, and like yeah. you're just the center of attention the whole game, or like at yeah. least when you're out there. Can you think about that? Well, oh, that's why I love God. baseball because baseball has two games within it. The first game is the baseball game, right? Yeah, it's the whatever team scores the most points. Yeah, um, by the end, and then the second game within the game is the pitcher and the batter. Mm. So the the batter is facing the pitcher, the pitcher is facing the batter, and they're going at it. Yeah, every play. it's just strategy and and different pitches thrown and it's just it's really interesting to watch i know a lot of people aren't into baseball but if you were to like sit down and just kind of like watch that it's pretty interesting to see that side of it and understand more like this the strategic side of it and you'd be yep. able to understand it a little bit better i could see that for me it's always just been the boredom but i played, yeah, no, i played baseball for a year and it was great like i think it's just i think it's tough you have to be like a you have to like you have to like enjoy baseball. You have to have the patience because a lot of baseball, um, there's a lot more that goes into it. Yeah. So like, if I were to watch it alone, I couldn't. I couldn't do that. I could watch a, a basketball game or a football game alone, but if I'm yeah. watching a baseball game, it kind of has to be with somebody else that also likes baseball. Yeah, I could. I can see that. I can see that, and it's, and especially if you can get to the point where you can like, you guys can start like guessing like which pitches come in. And, like, yeah. That yeah. Kinda, I'm definitely not that good at analyzing baseball. With basketball and football, I can kind of do that, but. Yeah, no, baseball is something I'll probably have to get into a little bit. And now with the lockout, it's making me a little bit more, with the end of the lockout, I should say, it's making me a little bit more interested. So I'll definitely have to get right up on the baseball so we can have some baseball talks. Yeah, I'll take you to a Red Sox game. Oh. I live right next to it. I've been to two baseball games in my entire life, and one of them I puked in the stand, so I don't really All right, maybe I won't take you there. Yeah, maybe don't don't bring me. I was like a little baby. I think I had too many, like, Cheetos or something like that. You're like, yeah, this is last month. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, this was actually, like, probably, like, two, three weeks weeks ago. ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First game of the season, kind of uked everywhere. But, yeah. Yeah. All right. Should we move on to football? Yeah, Yeah. I'm with that. I say we move on to football. I think, um, hear me out. I might get some hate for this one. Mac Jones is good, okay? Okay. But he's not great. Dude. Can, can we just, can we acknowledge this? He's not great. Like, I love Mac Jones, but I don't think that he is, like, Tom Brady. Like, I, I, I don't know. I just, I think there's too much hype around. Like, I'm not saying that he's not the best quarterback in that draft class. Like, he was definitely the best quarterback and definitely the best pick in that draft. But, like, I'm really confused on how he made a Pro Bowl. I'm being honest. Like, he made, like, it's mm. like the all-star game for football. Mm. Yeah. He made the all-star game as a rookie. And he didn't really put up, like, great numbers. It was actually more the fact that he didn't, like, throw picks. It was like that he was good. That's all the Patriots have ever needed. This is what we do. Every single, this, every single time we won a championship, for the most part, this is what it's been. Good running game. Like, good running game. Great defense, so we can stop them and get a possession at like the 35 on the other on the opponent's yard line, and then it's just a 35 yard like drive to the end zone. It's like that. That's what that's what we do, 
And Tom, what Tom Brady was so good at was actually not making mistakes. Like you see guys like uh, Jimmy Garoppolo and Baker Mayfield who are supposed to be quote-unquote game manager quarterbacks. And a game manager is just somebody who doesn't turn the ball over. But they turn the ball over. And like I'm not saying Mac Jones does that, but I'm just saying that Mac Jones is a game manager quarterback, at least from what I've seen. He can't – I don't think he has a cannon. He makes the right reads and makes the right throws, but – it's not like he's throwing 450-yard games and three touchdown games. That's so right. I think we all need to calm down a little bit on the expectations for The Mac things Jones. I saw last year, the reporters and all the articles and all the, all the scouts and the people talking about football, yep. they were kissing his ass. So bad. So and you, bad. And you read stuff, and, he's, and it's like, yo, this is the best yeah, yeah, know, yeah. quarterback we've seen in, yeah. you know, since New Tom whatever. Brady. Yeah, da, 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 New Tom Brady. Da, 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 da. And, then, like, and then he goes and throws like – Five interceptions the next game. Yeah, the, well, yeah, the, the game against Indy was bad. I think he had three picks yeah. that game. And the game before, he had, like, just went off or something like that. And it's just, well, I mean. You remember the one game, um, they played Buffalo, and it was so windy that they threw the ball, I think, twice. Yeah. And they ran it every other play. I mean, and they still won. Yeah. And, but that, so that's the kind of, and also, I think that game actually had a big impact on him because I think that diminishes confidence so bad. As, yeah. a, as a rookie quarterback like that on a team like this, you only get to throw the ball two times. Because because the coach knew that you didn't have the arm strength to throw it into the wind exactly. and have that accuracy. Exactly. So they were forced to run it every other play except for like two plays. Exactly. And to people who say that that wasn't the reason why he only threw two throws, they're like, people are like, no, like that's just like the Patriots game plan. Like da 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 da. It wasn't. Number one, Josh Allen threw 30 times in that wind. Who was the, the Buffalo Bills quarterback in that? 30 times. So like. 30 to 2 is crazy. Like, that's crazy. And also, if Tom Brady was in that game, you know damn well we would have thrown more than two passes. So I think that just goes to show that um, I think he's a good quarterback. Like I said, best quarterback that was drafted last year. But I don't think he's like this guy that everybody is hyping him up to be. We'll obviously have to see. We'll see. Um, and then other than that, I just hope we, I just hope we have a good draft because we have been what – What do you think we need? Well, obviously we need a receiver, but like people don't understand. Everybody's always like, "Oh, like Patriots never draft a receiver." Patriots never. Yeah, we never draft receivers in the first round because like we we don't value players the same way as other teams. We value like linemen, linebackers, like people who are gonna be like running backs don't last. You get about four or five years out of them, and then unless you're like a top five running back, you really don't last. Like your body gets broken down quick, so. In my opinion, I think we need a wide receiver, but there are like eight wide receivers in this draft that are like unbelievable. So mm -hmm. I think we can wait until maybe the second round, maybe get that dude from Alabama. Um, I don't know his name, but he played with Mac when Mac was in college, and Mac had the best stats of his college yeah. career. So I just think we need a guy like that. Nikhil Harry stunk that, you know, he wasn't a better wide receiver, but I mean, what can you really do about that? It was just unlucky. So yeah, I mean, I think we just need to draft well this year. Maybe try to get, maybe try to pick up another guy for the O. I don't know what position. We don't need tight ends, obviously. Maybe we just need like a, we need a slot guy to be. We need like another Julian Edelman, another guy that Matt can kind of dump off to. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, I think we're in a pretty good spot. Uh, dude, we literally just started rebuilding. How long ago? Like four, four or five years ago? Mm -hmm. Maybe not even like three years ago. And like we're already a borderline playoff team again. 
So I think it just goes to show. It just shows like the power of this franchise and everything. Yeah, and Bill Belichick is just unbelievable. The greatest coach of all time. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent unbelievable. How 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 much time we got on? That? Uh, we're sitting at around fifteen minutes. I think we will wrap it up here. Yeah, just because we don't want people to get bored really. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, no, that's perfect. And uh, yeah, this was just a pod for some of the you know some of the people out there that are into sports. I know that like. We do just a lot of like odd and kind of spirituality outfit. and all that stuff. Yeah, just we just wanted to throw a wrench in the mix. Yeah, exactly. Switch it up a little bit. Um, so yeah, I think I think that's gonna be it. I had a, I, you know I love talking about sports. So if you guys want to hear more sports talks, uh, let us know. We can do more stuff like this. Um, and yeah, I think that's about to be it, guys. So thank you guys for listening to Sandbox Number Seven. Connor and Jacob out. Peace. Peace.